Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Oh yeah, baby. Oh, baby. It's time to settle down. Settle down. Listen to the soothing sound. Oh yeah, this oh my god this oh yeah this oh yeah this is on a roll hello and welcome to on a roll <laughs> oh, where we take an unhealthy obsession <laughs> in an actor's filmography my name is tom and joining me as ever is emma hello how are you hello i'm not too bad how are you i'm all right yeah i don't know why i keep putting on that like children's tv presenter voice when we start hello kids hi and i'm welcome emma to on a roll <laughs> well it's better than whatever the hell you just did on a roll <laughs> look I, I feel like sometimes i have to like just like kick it up a notch mm, you gotta mm-hmm. kick it up a notch it's <laughs> a very random uh stock oh my god yeah there. i was gonna say that's just unlocked a memory that i forgot <laughs> that i had wow memory unlocked Ding ding. <laughs> um, yeah, I've forgotten that I knew that until I said it. Yeah, so, wow. Um, Throwback yeah. to the Star Kid days. How how's your week been? It's been all right. It was okay up until yesterday when um, I was moving a lamp in the spare room. <laughs> and As you it, do. It's like a floor lamp um, with sort of a metal base, and I haven't moved said lamp in a fair few months but I wanted to put something where the lamp was so we were doing a little object exchange as you do bit of sims bit of moving furniture around you know lifted up the lamp and the most Jumanji ass alien looking spider was under it it didn't look like a normal house spider it was one of them fuckers with like the peanut looking bodies and it had white spots on its back and the vegan panic of what the fuck do I do? I can't go near it. So I picked the lamp back up and just a f- white flash of fear takes over my body and I I smack the base of the lamp on top of the spider. <laughs> and then here comes the guilt, Tom. Luke comes through the door from golf. I go downstairs and I'm in floods of tears and I'm like, I just killed the spider. I'm such a bad person. And then he went back upstairs to lift the lamp up to see, you know the guts and it turns out tom that there's a sort of hollow space underneath the base of the lamp a recess. so when he yeah a recess so when he lifted it up the spider was fine but that meant the fucker was still alive so then i had to I was, run and get i was going to say when when you said you crushed it with the lamp i was like but didn't you discover it by lifting up the lamp well yeah which yeah. suggests that it lived under the lamp well, exactly, for a long time yeah so logic so... logic wasn't really at the forefront of my mind at that point. The vegan panic had the, taken the over, vegan I panic, understand. Yeah. So you were seeing green. Exactly, just pure green um, and white and eight legs. Disgusting. Um, yeah. So anyway, the spider was fine. Luke scooped it up in a cup and he threw it onto the pavement outside and the little thing scuttled away. But then I just, I had a, a bit of a moment of self-reflection of like, who am I? 
to do that, you know? Who am I? It was a hard day. spider's life. I am, yeah. I felt really bad. I text my friend group chat and put, guys, do you ever kill bugs? Because they're both vegans too. <laughs> and they were like, no. <laughs> I was like, shit. Oh, God. <laughs> so, yeah. You've got to go pay off your debt to society now. I have. I'm feeling feeling quite bad about it. I'm going to like donate to some sort of spider charity, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> spider charity. Or play, play Spider-Man on the PS5 for a little bit. <laughs> So that was just to my... cleanse your, cleanse your yeah. karma. So that was my day. Um, how was yours? <laughs> <laughs> Not as eventful as that. Uh, my my week's been pretty boring, actually. Uh, yeah, no, 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 no. I've not committed any murders. Um, Attempted. I've not not killed any any bugs. Well, um, you're a bad man. I hate me. to tell you that I'm I, I'm pretty sure that if you put like I know you said that it didn't look like a house spider, but I'm pretty sure that if you put house spiders outside. Um, they die anyway. Well, so I, th- I think you committed murder by proxy. Well, that was Luke actually. So I was an okay. accessory, perhaps. Yeah, accessory to the murder. Yeah, or maybe maybe it's manslaughter. I don't maybe know. spider slaughter. <laughs> <laughs> so oh, yeah, trauma, absolute trauma. But here we are. We live another day, unlike that spider. We grow. We learn. <laughs> we um, move. <laughs> we move. Um. So, <laughs> what what's this podcast actually about? Should we explain that to um, people that yeah, are listening so, for the first time? Yeah, so this is not a podcast about vegan panic or spiders. Um, it's a film podcast, a movie podcast. Can I just podcast. say that every week I really love your, your summation of... So this podcast isn't about the random ass shit that we've talked about. I need to do like a, a smash cut of like everything that you've said the podcast isn't about. Can you please? So this, this podcast isn't about H2O or musicals or spider slaughter or vegans. Well, it's actually you know, about... You've got to go clarify your, your... these things. No, no, I, I really enjoy it. So, oh, are you drinking squash too? What flavour's yours? Uh, mine is mango and orange. Oh my god, mine is orange, mango, and passion fruit. Ooh, Ooh girl. <laughs> yours is a lot. Um, <laughs> sorry, we're just reviewing our drinks now. <laughs> um, yours is a lot like clearer than mine. It's a lot weaker. I think I've gone yeah. for a lot higher concentration. Dilution. I will be honest. I did regret. I did regret the strength of this squash as soon as I got to my desk, but I was too lazy to go and, and top up. Mm, so yeah i would normally go for a bit stronger so yeah i go for a good two fingers <laughs> of uh liquid in the bottom of the glass two fingers of squash yeah yeah how do nice. you have your squash listener <laughs> let us know anyway, on our old this, pod <laughs> this, this, this podcast isn't about squash yeah. or spiders or, or fingers vegans. <laughs> Or fingers. For that uh, well, matter. sometimes. What's it about? What's it about? <laughs> it's about. Oh, we've, fucking... gone off, we've gone off the rails early. <laughs> it's about films. <laughs> we we. <laughs> Sorry, I got the giggles now. It's about filmographies, okay, listener. <laughs> so every season we choose. <laughs> you stop laughing. <laughs> Listen here. It's, it's about films, okay? <laughs> you motherfuckers. Um, <laughs> I'm gonna fucking tell you what this yeah. is about. Yeah, you listen. I'm gonna tell you a thing. Yeah, so every oh, season gosh. we choose one actor and we watch all of their filmography in chronological order. So far, we have watched all of Robert Pattinson's filmography, all of Ryan Gosling's filmography, and we're currently watching everything by Zoe Saldana. So welcome to the journey, the adventure, the ride. It's gonna be, it's gonna be good. Well done. You got through it. Thanks. We got through it. I feel a bit sick uh, from it- holding down the laughter, but I'm good. 
this this week we have watched the films Crossroads, Drumline, and Pirates of the Caribbean: The Curse of the Black Pearl. Yeah, boy. Um, which the last one, uh, the other two, I didn't really know, and the last one I was not aware that she was in it, so uh, that was a nice surprise. Yeah. Shall we start with then the first one that came out chronologically? Crossroads. Yes. Yes, 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 yes. Which I thought I'd never heard of, but I ha- uh, we discussed this last week. I had heard of it. Yeah. It's uh, starring Brittany Spears. Brittany. And, yeah, it's just like a bit of a road trip film, isn't it? Yeah. Early 2000s. A bit of a road trip, kind of coming of age, girly film. I think I watched it when it came out, but because I was six, I don't think it really resonated with me. I mean, it still doesn't. I was going to say, there's a few there's a few themes in it that maybe either, I don't know, went over your six-year-old head. Oh, it definitely did. I just or... watched it because I was obsessed with Britney. And yeah. I was like, yay, Britney. And just all of the um, unconsensual pregnancy sex, and things like that. Pregnancy, yeah. losing of children. Yeah. Um, yeah. Dark, actually. Yeah. Unexpectedly dark. You wouldn't think it, would you? So what, what's the premise of the film? The premise the is, it's, what's the plot? I've lost the plot. Um, it's about three girls who are besties in childhood and they make a sort of time capsule box thingy and they bury it and they're like, oh my God, on the last day of graduation, we'll come and like dig up the box and we'll look at all our memories. And then, well, they've all fallen out or they're not really proper friends anymore in high school. And then... One thing leads to another on graduation day and then they all decide to meet anyway and dig up the box and then... Um, What's in the box? And then Pensatucky from Orange is the New Black really wants to go to um, LA for like a singing audition. So she's like, will you come on this road trip with me? And then they go on a road trip. And she she's pregnant. Yeah, she's pregnant, we should say. So like the, their character stereotypes are she's like... <laughs> she's the pregnant one. She's no, the she's pregnant like, mess. She's like the... The rough and tumble one. Yeah. She's uh, the one Brittany... who lives in a trailer park, that they say, yeah. 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 Brittany, Brittany's the pretty, but... Um, the pretty like, virgin. studious, clever one. <laughs> yeah. 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 And then Zoe Saltana is um, the, like, popular one. Yeah, the popular bitchy one. And the reason that Brittany wants to go on the road trip, she decides to go on the road trip because she, cause she wants to go and find her mother who lives en route to where mm-hmm. they're going. And the reason Zoe's going is because she wants to go see her boyfriend who lives in L.A. Yeah, her fiancé. Uh, oh, sorry, fiancé. Her fiancé. Who lives in L.A. Yeah. So they go on this road trip with... The, and it's a guy giving them a lift, played by Anson Mount, who I don't know if you recognise him, Emma. I rec- recognise his face, but I didn't look him up. So he's in... He's been in a few things, but what I recognise him from is he's, he is he is in Star Trek Discovery as um, Captain Pike, who oh, is the original yeah. uh, captain of the USS Enterprise before Captain Kirk yeah. in Star Trek mythology. Um, <laughs> but obviously a bit of a link because Zoe's going to be in Star Trek at some point. She is, yeah. That's kind of kind of a nice little uh, Zoe verse. And also, not only is it, not only is he in Star Trek, Star Trek Discovery, but they've now given him his own series about That's Captain cool. Pike. That's which cool. I'm very excited to watch because he was like one of my favourite parts of it. Nice. He's also in The Inhumans, which was a short-lived Marvel TV series, which is shit. I um, missed that one. 
He didn't miss much. It's <laughs> got um, it's got Ewan Rian in it though. Ramsey oh. Bolton. Oh, what a guy! Yeah, but it's not very good. So it's on Disney Plus if you want to watch it one season, but it wouldn't bother. <laughs> uh, you're not really missing out much, mate. And uh, yeah, he he drives them, but they think that he's a murderer. Yeah, I've got, I've got a quote about that. Someone says, "I heard he killed a guy," and then Zoe Saldana goes, "Oh, he bad." <laughs> I was like, yeah, he's a bit more than bad I'll if he fucking bad. killed someone. Oh, and then uh, I've got a quote actually. The like the ex boyfriend of the one from Oranges and the New Black. I can't remember any of their character names, and I don't know who that that um, actress is because I've not watched Oranges and the New Black. Oh, Sorry. she's awesome. She's really good. He he thinks that it's his kid, and he comes up to her and goes, um, "How's the fetus?" Oh, and I was like, oh my god, Dad of the Year! You can't say that, Dad of the Year. And also on the on, before they go on the road trip. Uh, Britney Spears tries to have sex for the first time on prom night with a, like her her <laughs> her lab mate. I have a note about this as well. <laughs> and like, <laughs> right? Well, I don't understand what he's doing <laughs> because he, he like strips down and he's like waiting for her to come out of the bathroom or whatever. Mm-hmm. And he's obviously like gearing himself up because mm-hmm. you know. He's a nerd and he's about to... Well, he th- believes he's about to have sex with Britney Spears. <laughs> so, like, fair play. And <laughs> that was unnecessarily laddie, inverted commas. Fair play, lad. Fair yeah. play, boys. Yeah. Oh, yeah, fair Go play, ahead, Britney Spears, um, <laughs> And he talks himself up. Tom, this is my note. My first note about this film is, why did he talk himself up before sex? I've, I've got, I always talk up before sex. <laughs> I had the exact same note. That's funny. Is it to, like, stop himself sweating? That's so disgusting. Know. If I got into bed with a guy and he was covered in talc, I'd just be like, are you a grandma? Like, what are you doing? Yeah. I don't disgusting. really understand. But also, he's, like, I got, he's, he's quite ripped for a nerd. Like, he's you know, he's got a bit of a... Yeah. Some ab all going on. Ab-action. Ab- <laughs> ab-action. Abaction. And he uh, but then she decides that she's not into it because you know, she wants it to be special. Yeah. And mean something and they're just doing it because they were like, We've never had sex and we're gonna go to college. And there's a bit of toxic masculinity because he's like, Do you know what they do to guys like me who've never had sex when they go to college? They're gonna bully me. Oh don't worry about it, mate. Don't worry. Bro, just lie. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. That's what everybody else does. (laughs) Yeah. So yeah, they go on this road trip. Um, as a little joke, because one, um, they're, they're listening to the radio and Bye 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 by NSYNC comes on, which is obviously a little joke because um, Britney was with um, was with uh, with Justin at the time. Yeah, and listener, we hate him, don't we, because of what he did to Britney. So what did he do Justin. to Britney? He, he, they broke up and he basically just like poised her in the media as the crazy ex and that just feeds into the discourse surrounding britney spears which we have today which is that she's mental and unfit to care for herself and her children leading to her being in this 12-year conservatorship and completely controlled by her dad and having no control whatsoever over her life and i blame justin timberlake for playing a part in that i really do (laughs) but isn't she isn't it going to court now that that she can get out of it no Oh, I thought that was what the whole Save Britney thing was. Yeah, Free Britney, but it still hasn't happened. She's still stuck, Tom. She's still stuck. This film did make me sad, actually, because I felt like a lot of the themes in it resonated with how Britney's well, still being treated. Well, isn't she literally controlled by her dad? Yeah, like, 
Played um, by Dan, Dan Aykroyd, Aykroyd second yeah. appearance on the podcast. Dad Aykroyd. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's right. I'm funny. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's obviously not quite as bad in the film, but it did sort of reflect mm. the themes of what she's going through now. And interestingly, I didn't know that she wrote um, I'm Not a Girl, Not Yet a Woman for the film um, and overprotected all the songs on this film that she sings are actually on her third album, Britney, released yeah. just before the release of this film. I mean, yeah, I love that it's album. It's a little fact that I got. I, yeah, I loved Britney growing up. I had all the Britney Barbie dolls. I still have them, actually. They had Collect- Britney Barbie dolls. They're probably collector's items now, but, you know, whatever. Are they, are they out of the packet? No, 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 no. Even at, even at five, I was like, these are collector's items. <laughs> <laughs> these are gonna these are gonna pay my mortgage one day. <laughs> Thanks, Mum. I'm not playing with these toys. Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh god. Oh, I've got an interesting fact about Anson Mount, who mm-hmm. obviously played well, he turns out to be her love interest. Mm-hmm. Spoilers. Um he was initially reluctant to accept the role because he found the script to be cheesy and lame. <laughs> I mean, he's not wrong, is he? <laughs> but he was we wouldn't have this film if it wasn't for one Robert De Niro who encouraged him to do it because he was working with him at the same time on City by the Sea. Oh. He turned out... De Niro, apparently, is a massive Britney Spears fan. (laughs) I mean, aren't we all? So he was like, yeah, do it. You'll get to work with her. So they went over scenes from (laughs) from Crossroads on breaks for for shooting that other film with Mount reading his lines and De Niro reading him for Britney Spears. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not a girl anymore. (laughs) I'm not a girl anymore. <laughs> not yet I'm not a woman. A girl. <laughs> that's that is not a Robert De Niro impression, I'm not by the way. That's just you that's just like the generic. You sound like Batista. <laughs> <laughs> not a girl. Britista. Sorry, I'm gonna stop with the shit puns today. Oh my today. god. <laughs> oh dear. Um, that's good. So yeah, they go they go on this road trip, and not really much happens along the way. Like the car breaks down a few times. Mm-hmm. They. They get on with the guy. They fall out with him. They think he's a murderer. <laughs> and then the car breaks down. Da- the car breaks down, and they have to pay f- for it to get it fixed. So to do that, they go to a karaoke bar, mm-hmm. but a karaoke bar where I don't really understand what this bar is, right? Because yeah. they sing karaoke, but then they also get paid to sing karaoke. Or basically, if people enjoy them singing karaoke, they tip them, and then they get to keep the money at the end. But yeah. Um, the girl that wants to be the singer, she wants to be the lead singer, and then she gets up there, uh, and then she's like, I can't do it. So Britney has to take over, and then she's just, like, singing like Britney, even though she's supposed to be this, like, geeky girl or whatever. Yeah, it's so funny, isn't it? Like, the amount of times Britney's character starts just singing like Britney. Like, this is and just a Britney she's, film. She's singing I Love Rock and Roll, right? Which is way too low for Britney Spears. She did sing that, though. Like, that's one of her songs. Really? Like, as in that she's obviously covered, but it's one of her songs. Oh, like... it's way too low for her. I don't like it. Mm. I'm not a fan. Mm. I like ah, it. little rock and roll. So put another dime in the jukebox, baby. Yeah, bye, bye, bye. <laughs> um, <laughs> But obviously that goes down a storm. Yeah. So they, they make loads of money, and then they get to stay in a really nice hotel. Mm-hmm. And that's when they start to learn a bit more about each other and... The, the time that they've spent apart in the intervening years um and they find is that when they find out that she was she was raped yeah it is uh and she the girl who's pregnant. she she says she doesn't know his name and and we don't find out who he is until 
Until later Near in the, the end film. of the film, yeah. It's a bit of a revelation. Revelation. <laughs> and then they, they carry on driving and then they stop for the night in some like desert. And Brittany reveals that she writes poetry, but the poetry <laughs> just, is just the lyrics to I'm, I'm not, not a girl. girl. Yeah. And then he like, at a later stop, he's like, he's like, oh, I've written some music for your, for your poetry. <laughs> and he's written the song. I'm not I a mean, girl. it's great. It's great. And then... Oh my God, just quickly, didn't that scene where he's like playing the, the piano and telling her the tune remind you of High School Musical 2 where they're like, na, 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 na. Did it remind you no, of that? No, it didn't. I'll tell you what it did remind me of. What? It reminded me of, <laughs> I've got, not exactly Star is Born, is it? I mean, yeah, too, true. Like, yeah. You know, when they're playing um, the song that she sings after he dies. Spoilers. Yeah. Um, and then, Oh, and then, so she goes to see her mum. Mm-hmm. And her it's very bad, bitch. very bad mother's handbook. It is. Kicking it back oh to God, series is, one. Yeah. Only the OGs will know that reference. <laughs> Where basically she goes to see her mum and her mum's like, fuck off. I've her mum's like, be- you were an accident. <laughs> yeah, I, didn't, I never wanted you. And I've got two wonderful sons now and a better husband and bitch. all this. And she's like, my dad was right. You are a bitch. I'm sorry, but like, if you're a grown woman and your long lost daughter turns up and it's Britney Spears, <laughs> you sh- you better be happy about it, you know? I'll be yeah, like, yeah. oh my God, Britney Spears. <laughs> oh my Come God, in, Britney! <laughs> Ding dong! Hello, it's Britney, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's what she should have done. That's fucking brilliant. <laughs> um, also, I've got Britney Spears is wearing loom bands throughout this. She's, she's got early two thousand loom bands bracelets on. Honestly, Britney's fashion. Every scene, she looks so good. Like, there's a scene where they're at the gas station, and she's just wearing like a UCLA t-shirt and like grey joggers and big Nikes and I was like that's how girls dress now <laughs> like the fashion has yeah, come full she, circle honestly she's uh, she's just a fashion icon she is there and is the some questionable hair. fashion in this there yeah. is some questionable fashion in this but we'll get on to that <laughs> so yeah like what was I going to say I forgot what I was going to say oh so they they get to LA and Zoe goes to see her boyfriend and she takes Prego girl with her for moral support and <laughs> He's like clearly cheating on her and mm-hmm. he's got another girl there. So he's a cheater. So she's obviously going to break off the engagement. We, you know, he sort of all saw it coming. But then... Dun, dun, dun. Dun, dun. She like, she gets her friend to come and see him. The prego one. And it is revealed <laughs> that, she, that he, he is the man that raped her. So bad. So not only is a cheater, he's a rapist. Yeah. And if it doesn't... Got a cheater if... and a rapist. Noise. Yeah, and if it like doesn't really guy. get bad enough at that point, she, Prego girl, then runs off because she's so stressed and falls down the stairs and then she, oh. trigger warning for baby loss, she then loses her baby and it's very sad. But like, the the scene where she falls down the stairs <laughs> is, is so like cheap and like... Yeah, literally. So like she runs, yeah. you cuts to something else, you hear, Whoa, ah! And then that's like, <laughs> and then you just it. see her key ring at the bottom of the stairs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was like, could they the not sound, even the sound effect for tried. a falling? I can't even do it justice. It's so bad. <laughs> it was like ah, <laughs> yeah, pretty much. And then she goes. Does it go to hospital? Yeah. Got an interesting fact about the hospital. The <laughs> hospital find scene that hard to believe, is on the, but okay. <laughs> the hospital scene is on the same set as Scrubs. Mm. So uh, you know, just another 
another little link back to series two. There. Can you imagine like Zach Braff comes in and he's like, I'm really sorry. <laughs> I've got some bad news. <laughs> Dr. Cox comes in. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> now that would be a crossover I'd watch. Yeah. A crossroads oh crossover. God. A crossroads crossover. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but yeah, I feel uh, like she takes it way too well. <laughs> she's just yeah, she's just like oh well yeah. <laughs> Sorry, is she Marge Simpson. <laughs> she does sound like that. She does have a very oh, raspy well, voice. Homer. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then they all they all become friends, and then Dan Aykroyd shows up, and he's going to take Brittany away because she needs to go to college or whatever, mm-hmm. and then. Even though she's she's shown very little, very little interest in this. Like, yes, she writes poetry. She sang at that bar. Mm-hmm. But even though she's shown very little interest in it, she goes, no, I'm going to go and fulfill my dream of being a singer. <laughs> Fucking <And> hell. <laughs> she goes to the studio and sings, I'm not a girl. Not yet. Just not yet a woman. Just yeah. a woman. What, not yet a woman. Whatever it is. All I need is time and moment. That is mine while I'm in between. Not yet a girl. Not and yet she a woman. sings it. And, like, again, it's not the song that I choose for her audition. It didn't really show off her voice. No. Um, Oops, I did it again, Brit. That's what you should have sung. Well, no. The, so in the in the credits, she sings whatever that other song is. Overprotected. I'd have gone for that one. Mm. Personally. Mm. But she stands there, and then talking of questionable fashion, she's got, like, I don't know what you call them, wizard sleeves? <laughs> It's a, a chiffon flute sleeve. <laughs> right, is that what they're called? <laughs> but they're the biggest that they're the biggest that I've ever seen. Yeah, I mean, to be honest, I thought that outfit was pretty rocking. Although I do have a note about this film: what is with the low-rise jeans, people? Not all of us are skinny. Oh no, she's back on the low-rise jeans. Jesus, <laughs> some of us are not skinny enough to wear them. Okay. Trigger, trigger warning for low-rise jeans. <laughs> trigger warning. <laughs> oh fucking hell! I'm just jealous. That's all it is. And then. Um, I've got, I've got here. I love a credits gag reel. Yeah, and you know what? Bring you them back. Film, films these days, they don't have it, do they? You got no. your post credit scenes, but I, you know what, Marvel? I would love to see Chris Evans falling flat on his face. It's almost like they take they take it too seriously these days, and I just want to see like, yeah. A, yeah, a good old gag reel. This is what I like about going to see like actual comedy films because they always a lot of them have gag reels at the end or something is unusual. It, is it Rush Hour? Is it yeah. Rush Hour with Jackie Chan that yeah. they have they have cracking? My favourite outtake from Rush Hour in the credits, I think it's in Rush Hour Two, where Jackie Chan jumps around the corner and he's meant to say freeze, but he keeps he keeps saying cheese and he says it like eight <laughs> times. He keeps going cheese, and they're like, no, <laughs> so funny. Freeze. Honestly, uh, and then I, my final I note is um, that at the be- this is going back to the beginning of the film. I've forgotten to mention this. Mm-hmm. When you see the flashback of them burying the box, mm-hmm. young Britney is that played casting. by Jamie Lynn Spears. Oh, do you know what? I did look at her and think that's too good to not be Jamie Lynn. And we know that she's an it's, actress. It is Jamie Lynn. Because obviously we're, we're huge so 101 fans on this podcast. So Get away. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, Gen <dear>. X. <laughs> Sorry, I'll stop now. <laughs> <laughs> is it a bird? Um, is it a plane? It's a Jet X. <laughs> <laughs> if, if you don't know what we're talking about, go and watch Zoe 101. I don't yeah. know where you can watch it these days, to be honest. Treat with your you, fucking but... self. Treat your fan self. Treat yourself. I bet it's on Amazon, but you've probably got to pay for it, so. 
Yeah, probably. And it's probably not worth it anymore. But anyway, Nickelodeon. Where is your streaming service at? Like honestly, honestly, honestly. everybody else has got one. Um, yeah, that was pretty much all my notes. My only other note was why the fuck is Zoe Saldana engaged at eighteen? But is what, what it are is. What you gonna do? Yeah, <laughs> it is what it is. You want to be a child bride? That's fine. That's absolutely fine, Zoe. <laughs> do, you do you. <laughs> you do you, boo. Also, none of them look eighteen. No, um, Pencil Tucky looks about right, thirty. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, so, should we give it a rating then? Yes, let's do it. So, if you're listening for the first time, uh, our rating system is always based on our actor's name. With Robert Pattinson, it was a pat on the back or a shat on the back. With Ryan the Goose Gosling, it was a loosey goosey or a juicy goosey. Mm-hmm. And with Zoe Saldana, it's is it a Zoe Saldana? <laughs> Or Zoe Saldana. <laughs> or alternatively, Noe Saldana. Yeah. Um, so let's crack on. What 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 would you give it, MR? I mean, for me, it was a solid Zoe Saldana. And I'll tell you for why. Because I feel I need to justify it. Because objectively, it's not a very good film, is it? Like, objectively, it's quite crap. But... Britney is fantastic in it, and I found it entertaining all the way through. I wasn't bored. I did really, I did enjoy it. So it gets a yas from me. So it gets a yas from me as well. Yeah. But going back to it not being an objectively good film, one thing I will say is the continuity in this is fucking shite. Yeah. Like between shots, people are in like completely different positions. <laughs> They've got different things in their hands. They've mm-hmm. got they haven't got things in their hands. Um, like when they when they refine the box, actually, they open it and they there's a Barbie doll in it, and the only thing in it is clearly a Barbie doll. They take the Barbie doll out, and there's two more things in the box in the next <laughs> shot. I was like, they were not there before. You cannot tell me that they were there before. Um, anyway, let's move on then. Cool. To Drumline. Mm-hmm. I'd never heard of this film. Never, me neither. Never seen surprisingly, this what's this film about? Um, it's about a marching band. In is it about a marching band or just the drum band? Yeah, I feel march, like it well, yeah, it's about it's a marching band. Yeah, it's it focuses on the drum line in a marching band at high school in America, and it centers around the main character whose name I have completely forgot. Um, Devon. Devon, yeah, and he is basically really naturally gifted at. Um, is it the snare that they play? Uh, yeah, the snare I think drum. So. Yeah, he's super naturally no gifted idea, at yeah, the snare. Let's go for that. But he is—he's got a real attitude problem, kind of like Zoe Saldana in in um, Center Stage. He's just like really gifted, yeah, yeah. but he has like a really snotty attitude. He never turns up on time, and he's always freestyling and doing his own thing because he finds the music really boring. So he's always like trying to add his own funky beat. And Orlando he play Jones, to the team, man. Orlando Jones, who is one of my favorites ever, is like the kind of coach of the drumline, and he's like, "You need to stop freestyling, or you're out of the band." And then he kicks him out of the band and it's like, no! And yeah, that's pretty much the plot. And then they... I mean, it was pretty clear to me where this was going from the beginning. Yeah. But basically, the 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 musical director of the band, let's call him. I don't know what his actual name. Director of the band. Orlando um, Jones. <laughs> he, what has he been in? Because Evolution! Really reckon, one of the best I films really of all time. I really recognise him and I couldn't place him. Have you right, seen Evolution? No, I've never seen that. Oh my That's, god, it's literally the best. David Duchovny. David Duchovny and Orlando Jones. One of my favourite films of all time. I used to love the um, animated series though. I too so. enjoyed that. Yeah. You should watch films. You know, it's really maybe good. I've seen, maybe I've seen him in animated form, but I really recognised him. Anyway. Yeah. Yeah, he's like really into, inverted commas, old music. 
And yeah. after a discussion we had last week, it really made me laugh because his like he does this whole impassioned speech mm-hmm. about earth, wind and fire. <laughs> And then they they play an Earth, Wind and Fire song, and I was like, "What are the chances? What are the odds?" Yeah. After we had a chat about, uh, well, obviously uh, they did a cover of September by Earth, Wind and Fire at the end of um, Get Over It last week. Yeah. And then also, I, I just love Earth, Wind and Fire. Yeah. But what are the chances? Honestly. Anyway, so he loves he loves the old classics, <laughs> inverted classics, inverted commas, and he. He makes the band do it, but they're all, none of the kids are into that because their comp- their main competitors they all do like really modern songs. Yeah, they do modern, like modern as of two thousand and three. Yeah, yeah. And so they all want to do those, and I was like, clearly, what's going to happen here is there's going to be a meshing, an amalgamation of, of, of old and new, which yes. is what ends up happening. But um, like. I've got a few questions because mm-hmm. obviously in in the UK we're from the UK. I don't know if you can tell. <laughs> Indeed, like we don't we don't really have marching bands or bands at school. Like you'll have no. a, you'll have like maybe an orchestra, <laughs> but, we, but not like I am. Um, I we don't I have can... we don't have this marching band shit. I was in um, a say. steel drum band in primary school. I played the bass. <laughs> <laughs> I was. I loved it. I honestly loved it. <laughs> That's that has floored me. Um, I have a picture of me why. playing in the steel band. I'll, I'll oh post my, it. I'll post please, it. Please post that. <laughs> okay. Please. Oh my god. But it's definitely um, not the same, like school spirit and like pep, is it? In England, it's like you get out of school as quickly as you can. <laughs> the precision mm-hmm. of like. And the fact that you can go to college and have, like, a scholarship in it. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Well, like, that's sort of, like, one of the main things in America, isn't it? It's, like, you are really, really good at something and then you can get a, you can get a scholarship to go to uni and you don't even have to study the thing that you got the scholarship for, I think. Oh, is that? Oh, so my like, God. So, for example, like, really talented football players. It really is the land of the players, free, isn't it? <laughs> really talented football players in America. You know, if you're, like, the star quarterback, they'll, like, give you a scholarship. You carry on playing football at uni, but then you study, like, I don't know, maths oh, or some shit. Oh, I always, in my head, I always assumed that they went and studied football. <laughs> like, I got my master's in being a quarterback. <laughs> no, because, like, basically, where I went to sixth form... That might be right, I don't know. <laughs> where, where I went to sixth form... They had this thing called Football Academy. And like basic as far Sounds as lame. I understand it, basically that was just like a B tech in football. <laughs> Is that what you did? No. No. I was, <laughs> I was bullied relentlessly by Football Academy for doing performing arts. Um, anyway, no, I wasn't I wasn't bullied that relentlessly. The another <laughs> guy that I was friends with, he was, because you know, he was gay. So um of course you get picked on for that good old fashioned homophobia. Oh fuck fuck those guys. I was also called gay because I did performing arts, but, you know, it didn't really... But Weirdly, it only happened at sixth form. Because hmm. we, we went to secondary school together. Yeah, no one ever I said was, you were gay. No one ever... Even though I was pretty much the only guy in our school that did performing arts, mm. I was never called gay. No, I don't think it was on anyone's radar at that point. <laughs> Just no, the concept well, no, but I feel of like, being gay. I feel gay. like it was. Yeah. But, like, I don't know. And then I went to sixth form and then, yeah, instantly it was like, oh, you do performing arts, you must be gay. You just got, like, like, picked on what? for only being friends with girls. And it was like, oh, yeah, well. Yeah. But again, why again, is that something no one to ever, get picked no one on ever, for? No one ever called me gay. No. For being friends with girls. God, don't you just but, love analysing just the homophobic discourse of school? I, d- I don't know how I floated under the radar. 
maybe because I'm just so macho that um, oh, yeah. people just never thought it. Well, yeah, I do, I, you know, exude testosterone. While we're on it, I used to get called a lesbian all the time because I just never had any interest in boys for whatever reason. I just couldn't be bothered. Um, well, they weren't interested in me, but it's well, fine. Well, I mean, um, to be fair, the school we went to, uh, there wasn't a lot to be interested in, was there? So No, um, and um, I remember once in my form, everyone was picking on me saying I was lesbian and one guy asked me if I get turned on when I look in the mirror naked. <laughs> Uh, that is that's how lesbians work. I was like <laughs> I was like twelve, and I remember being like, "No, <laughs> <laughs> you fucking perv." God, how did we, how did we make it through school? Honestly, I don't know. Well, look at us now. <laughs> look at us now, an award-winning podcast. <laughs> Fuck uh, all of you. Anywho, manifest it, manifest it, people. If we keep saying it, it'll happen. That's that's what I'm doing. I tell everyone we've won awards, and when they ask me which ones, I say, "Don't matter." <laughs> Look, you won't have heard of them because they're very super special podcast awards. So <laughs> let's make our the, own. Let's make our own. You're not on the podcast scene, so you wouldn't know. But um, <laughs> we have won them. Um, anyway, anyway. Um, yeah, uh, I feel like I want to point out that Zoe Saldana is in this film because she's on like the dance slash cheer team, I guess, um, and she gets into a relationship with Devon. Devon, um, and she's quite a. I'm going to college to study smart stuff and my family are really proper and you're just like a ragtag youth and yeah like it's yeah. a bit of a bit of that kind of relationship mm. i've got i've got a little bit of misogynism here so i'm just gonna <laughs> great i'm just gonna get it out i've just okay. got zoe and sparkly pants though oh yeah. i i had a note um zoe saldana in drumline and then i just put loads of fire emojis she looks great yeah that's not misogynism that's just well having I do, eyes. I just, it's just you know Straight white male guilt. I mean, yeah, Devon looks looks great too. Women. Although when I realised he's played by Nick Cannon, I, I fancied him less because adult Nick Cannon doesn't look great. Who is Nick Cannon? Everyone keeps saying Nick Cannon. In all the um, stuff I've read about this, people are like, Nick Mar- Cannon, and I'm like... He's Mariah Carey's ex-husband and he presented, I think, American Idol or American X Factor for like years and years. Oh. So yeah, he um, he's the father of Mar- Mariah Carey's kids. Here's um here's a Nick Cannon fact for you. <laughs> I don't know how you feel about this based on the film. I mean, you really enjoyed it. I know that. From yeah, I did. Our, pre- our, te- our conversations off podcast. Yeah. But fans felt that Nick Cannon was snubbed at the Oscars for this film. <laughs> I mean, come the, on. But in the end, he did win the Best Actor Award at the the Nadav Can't Google Awards. So, who's the real winner? Uh, wow, I don't know what to say. Wow. I mean, he was a good actor in it. I did think. I'm surprised that Nick Cannon didn't do more movies based on this. But, you know, Oscars is a bit far. <laughs> yeah, it's a little bit of a stretch. It's not an Oscar it? film, is it? But Although um, you did say to me, um, this is the next Remember the Titans. Well, I was about halfway through at that point and I was getting that. But I think after finishing it, um, maybe not. Yeah, 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 but I did really bit. enjoy it. I thought I thought it was really good. Um, I was pleasantly surprised by it for sure. Um, there was a there was a few things in it that I found off putting, and one is when um, Devon and Zoe Saldana start making out at a party, and you genuinely oh my God, feel that was, like I was literally just looking at the note, and I was like, "That's what I'm going like to bring up next." You're inside their mouth. Oh my god! You are in their mouth, right? It 
It's all slow-mo. I feel like, <laughs> like I don't nah. really remember, but I feel like there's a lot of tongue going on. So much on. tongue. And, like, yeah, they're just like... <laughs> <laughs> I mean, especially in the current climate with, you know, bodily <laughs> fluids being passed. <laughs> it, I just feel like... It's so... Mwah. It goes on way too long. And the worst part was, so I was kind of wishing that Luke could watch this film with me because I thought he would really enjoy it. And he came home when that scene was on and just came and sat on the sofa and was just looking like, what the fuck is going on? And I was like, it's I promise, isn't it? this, this doesn't happen in most of the film. <laughs> no. That's no. when they like first get together, isn't it? Yeah. Um, Vile. And then, yeah, basically he gets kicked out of the band, doesn't he? Yeah. Uh, the rival band tries to recruit him, but they don't actually want him for his talent. They want him for his inside knowledge for his no on edge. the other band. Yeah, indeed. Um, and there's like, there's like a rivalry... With the the main guy on the drum line at the at his current band, and then they like squash that and like help each other out. Yeah, because he can't read music is his big thing, right? Mm-hmm. He has to be able to read music to be on the band, and he he's just he's so naturally talented that he he's doesn't just been winging to, it. Well, and I don't know don't know that he doesn't bother to re- learn music. He like struggles with it. Yeah, but then his his initial rival and person who's given him a load of shit helps him out. He learns to write music, and then um, it's cute. It's he really like cute. he like puts the whole it, so I've equivalated equivalated <laughs> what is New that word what? time equivalated um, I don't even know what the word I'm looking for is but I've it, it's a lot like Glee yeah 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 so this yeah. is this is nationals in Glee but yeah. with marching bands so for for nationals he even though it's not nationals it's just in like Atlanta or wherever, wherever they are yeah he uh, he puts the whole performance together and it's a mishmash of old and new ah we knew it oh, would happen great and then the rival band like i can't they just do some shit song i don't even know what it is they get some so there's loads of cameos in this of people that i have no idea who they are <laughs> and i'm like this is clearly a cameo that i'm supposed to know who they are mm-hmm. but they get like some rapper to come out and he's rapping there's people who know who these people are. I don't even know their names, but people who know these, these people are probably like really offended. But he comes <laughs> out, sings this song, and they're playing a marching band to it. And if I'm honest, it was shit. It was fucking wank. <laughs> it was bad, yeah. It and could then, have done a lot and, better for a finale. And then it goes it goes to um, the judges, and the judges are like, oh, it's a draw. And I was like, there was no competition. No. What are you talking about? The offence. And then because it's a draw, they have to do a drum off. <laughs> yes. which is like which you've seen one you've seen one before and like devon like let it get the better of him and he like started a fight basically yeah and then yeah they do this drum off and they win and it's like woo yeah woo woo, woo yay we won yay drums woo and then and then it just ends mm-hmm. like there's no like i there's guess no, he's got a, yeah he's got back with zoe at that point because after the fight, she won't let him meet her parents. So he's like, "Fuck you, bitch! You don't like me. I'm, you don't think I'm good enough for you." Yeah. So then they get back together, and then yeah, it just it just ends. Very abrupt ending. Yeah. Very strange. Yeah, I feel like it started with such promise, and it, yeah, narratively it was a bit strange, but I still really enjoyed it. If I'm honest. No, I did enjoy it. It was a nice watch, it. and yeah, the finale was pretty good, although. Was it as good as Centre Stage's last performance? No. Wasn't though, was it? Wasn't No, there. it wasn't. That was something else. Five minutes of just art. That was a chef's Ugh. kiss for the listener. We were just <laughs> kissing you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, it's just... 
just not. Ju- yeah. yeah. I don't know what I'm saying. It's just, yeah, yeah. It's just, yeah. yeah. Um, should we give it a rating? Yes. So I'm going to give it another Zoe Saldani. Yes. Well, I've got a pun for the name Ooh. that I've just come up with. Ooh. Was it Drumline? Good. Or Bumline? Uh- <laughs> <laughs> nice. Oh, I was going to say drum fine. Meaning, oh, mm, it was drum I like, fine. I like bum line. <laughs> but that's bad. Yeah, so it was, it was still a drum line. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, it's drum line for me as well. Cool, cool, cool. Cool, 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 cool. And that takes us on then finally to Pirates of the Caribbean, The Curse of the Black Pearl. <sighs> Just fucking perfection. Every time Pirates of the Caribbean is it's, good. Every oh, time. The, the... This first one. Gonna put it out there. Hans Zimmer's best work. That. But, I mean, tune. you're you're not gonna catch me arguing, Tom. <laughs> oh no! Oh no! No! Oh God, no! So I feel like if you've not seen Pirates of the Caribbean at this sort point, yourself out, listener. sort yourself There's out. There's no fan. fucking excuse for that. There is no excuse. 2003's finest. Honestly, oh my God, it's so good. I mean. Zoe Saldana isn't really in it for much. I'd say probably like five minutes of a two and a half hour film, but it's so good. And she's not in any of the others, which you'd think based on how this film ends that she would be in the others, but she's not. Yeah. Now I've got I've got a fact about this. You found out. We both found out. Take the wheel, Tom. So Zoe Saldana did did not enjoy her time on this film. She said. Those weren't the right people for me. I'm not talking about the cast. The cast was great. I'm talking about the political stuff that went on behind closed doors. It was a lot of above the line versus below the line, extras versus actors, producers versus PAs. It was very elitist. I almost quit the business. I was 23 years old and I was like, fuck this. I'm never putting myself through myself in this situation again people Mm. disrespecting me because they look at my number on a call sheet and they think I'm not important. Fuck Mm. you. Yeah. So didn't have a good time on this film. That's a bit of a shame, really. Um, I would actually yeah. be really interested to find out a bit more what happened there, but I don't think there's anything else really available well, regarding that there, drama, is there? There was, a, there was a lot about this film. Like, this film almost didn't get made, basically. Crazy. Because uh, it, it's a film based on a theme park ride. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So A fantastic one at that. <laughs> yeah, so... There was like a, an era, well, they're still doing it now, I guess, mm-hmm. because you had this and this was an absolute smash success. Yeah. And Pirates of the Caribbean, by the way, I think is one of the top grossing franchise, one of the top 10 grossest fra- grossing franchises of all time. Honestly, blows my so mind. it should be. It's It fucking should be. It's so goddamn good. But like, so before this, they'd made what there's a ride or it's not even a ride it's like a a show that they do at Mm -hmm, the disney mm -hmm. theme parks called the country bears or something like that yeah they've made a film about that Mm -hmm. and that was absolutely shit and did fuck all money so michael eisner who was the head of disney at the time he wanted to cancel this film Mm. but the the like artistic director and stuff he told all the people doing all the concept art to like carry on and Mm. make it as good as possible and then he like came in and was like, why haven't you cancelled this film? And then yeah. saw all the stuff they'd done and was like, oh my God, this is amazing. Yeah. Oh Let's do my it. God. Wow. But wow, wow, wow. Michael Eisner's a bit of a, a bit of a touchy, touchy subject for Disney. Is he a bit of a racist if, or something? If you know, no, no, if you know, no, no, that's Walt, that's Walt Disney. Oh yeah. Um, sorry. <laughs> no, no. He like made, he did, he made some good decisions for the Disney company and made some bad decisions for them as well. Mm, like he, mm-hmm. I think he almost lost them Pixar. I, I might be right in saying that. That would have been bad. 
That would have been very bad. Yeah, and he he like did he made some questionable decisions with their theme parks as well. If you're a fan of Disneyland, I'm not an active fan, but I mean, I wouldn't say no if someone invited <laughs> well, me. For, for some reason, right? Really get into there's like you know when you get down like a rabbit hole on mm. YouTube. Yeah. Oh yeah, for sure. There's there is a part of YouTube that is dedicated explicitly to Disneyland. Oh, like, I know. Two of my best friends who you know well are like Disney park obsessive. Yeah. Hello, like, Hannah and Laura, if you are listening. So, <laughs> yeah, I really get into that side of YouTube from time to time. Yeah. So there's like loads of loads of videos about like failed attractions or mm. attractions that were going to be made or like repurposed. Because also, you might not realize, but they like even the attractions that have been open for like years and years, they update from time to time. There's yeah. also a really good documentary series on Disney Plus called the imagineering story oh i've or seen something. it it's really good it's so good isn't it yeah um one thing i watched when so in my last job for those who don't know i used to i used to be a wayfinding consultant which is as fucking boring as it sounds and it just means basically you make directions <laughs> in physical places <laughs> and um i watched a whole video once about wayfinding in the disney parks <laughs> and like how they move you around it's the space. Re- it is really clever and all yeah, stuff they do interesting but I, one thing I will say about it is it does, like, gloss over a lot of the bad decisions that were made. I mean, some of them they do say, they're like, oh, this was a bad decision that was made. But yeah, it's yeah. still, like, still like glossed over a little bit. Um, yeah, but, yeah. Uh, anyway, yeah, that's a, an entire tangent that I've gone off on. But yeah, um, anyway, so, he didn't want this movie to be made. Yeah. So I feel like that, that's why there's a lot of behind-the-scenes drama because there's I, um, a lot of I read fighting. years ago now, so forgive if this isn't accurate, but I read years ago that Johnny Depp wasn't 100% wanting to do this film, but apparently his kids really wanted him to do it. So he was like, well, I haven't done a proper kids film before, so I'll make this because my kids will like it. And then apparently they loved it. So he was like, okay, this is oh, my uh, thing now. I, I don't know anything about that. I think I watched an interview with him who were like, yeah, he, he said, I just wanted to do something that my kids would enjoy um so that's what he did oh, and right. yeah and then just seeing as we're on johnny depp facts so mm. johnny depp originally wanted jack sparrow to have no nose and be afraid of silly things like pepper and the common cold <laughs> i feel like Dis- disney rejected that idea i feel like even though jack sparrow wasn't afraid of those things he still manages to come across in a really neurotic way <laughs> yeah, <laughs> which yeah. is just brilliant really um, but apparently johnny depp said since then that when he when he suggested those things um, he knew that they would never be accepted. He was just like joking. <laughs> yeah, but, right. Um, and then also, second Bobby De Niro fact. Oh, he's back. Uh, yeah, he was um, offered the role of Captain Jack, oh. but he declined, thinking that the movie wouldn't do well in the box office because before this film came out, there was like this pirate film curse mm. where any film about pirates did shit. Yeah, yeah. But he was proven wrong. So then he accepted the role of Captain Shakespeare in the movie Stardust. Oh, yeah. Well, Pirates of the Caribbean is obviously better, but Stardust is yeah, pretty good. Yeah. yeah, I don't think that Captain Jack Sparrow would work with anyone else. Like, Johnny Depp made no. that character. And it's probably one of his most iconic characters now, isn't it? If, well, if we're being because real. They, they were going to go with... Um, it was apparently was, was finally between Johnny Depp and Heath Ledger. Mm. And um, the director went with... Johnny Depp because he didn't think Heath Ledger was a bankable as bankable, mm. but even even at the time Johnny Depp still wasn't a, like a dead cert because mm-hmm. he wasn't like that well known or popular or like no. a, a household name. But then this like made him that. Yeah. Um, oh God, he's just brilliant. I and could also watch an- him another thing day. he did was he wanted Captain Jack to have loads of gold teeth. <laughs> um, he has and a he couple. Knew that, 
and he knew that however many he asked for, Disney would want less. So he got his dentist to put in more gold teeth so that he he had them. <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh, and then I love just, him. Was just like, look, this is how cool it looks. That's so, so like, okay. brilliant. Yeah, wow. he, I think he just really ran with it for this. Aww. Uh, and then there's a bit where um, Orlando Bloom does an impression of him. Mm-hmm. And it's a spot on impression, by the yeah. way. Where he's like, oh, that explains why he's so like... Oh. Yeah, just, like, yeah, it's really Johnny good. Depp acting. Apparently that was improvised. Oh, um, really? And he asked if they could keep it in and they did. That's fantastic. One note I did get was <laughs> um, Orlando Bloom is giving it a little bit too much in this. Oh, yeah. It's a slight bit of overacting, but I almost feel like it works because Will Turner is a bit of a dweeb. And you, Will Turner it, is like so... Um, it's just too much. He's like so sincere, isn't he? Yeah, he's like overly right. sincere and you're like you're you're kind of rooting for him, but you're also not because you just think, fella, give it a rest. Come and like, on, I th- mate. I think it makes him look daft in comparison to Jack Sparrow, who's like really cool and you're rooting for him hundred percent. And I think it's it's really good with the dynamic between them both because it's like Jack Sparrow's yeah. almost like making fun of him, isn't he? So Apparently, um Johnny Depp basically decided that pirates were eighteenth century rock stars or whatever. You can so fucking tell. So his um his performance is based off Keith Richards, apparently. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. true. I mean, he's not wrong, and it does. I also really feel Kira Knightley actually looks really good in this film. Like, I don't know why. I think in Love Actually, she's just a bit like teethy. So I, she's just a bit this like this is a note that I've got. Okay, Kira Knightley. There is no denying Kira Knightley is an attractive lady. Mm-hmm. Right, <laughs> more misogynoir. <laughs> yeah, but. For whatever reason, I really fancy her in these films. Yeah, yeah this is the exact thing I had. I was like, like she looks in anything great else. In I'm like, films. I'm like, oh, okay. Mm-hmm. She's pretty, but it's not really doing it for me. But in these, <laughs> I, I think, like, maybe this is like saying something about me. Mm-hmm. But I think it's the pirate thing. It is. It's the pirate thing. But and I've the got. Some, I, yeah, I've got some. I've got some facts about this. Okay. So this is a quote from Kira Knightley. Who, by the way, at the time of filming this, was 17 years old. Fuck off. When the film came out, she was 18. She was 17 in this film? Yes. Oh, that's made me feel a little bit weird. Oh, no. Oh, no. With all the sort of, like, misogynistic shit that goes on in the film, with, like, the pirates all touching her up and stuff. Which also means that, like... Oh, no. Because this came out in 2003. Mm Mm-hmm. Love actually came out around a similar time. She was getting married in that film. Oh, Hollywood. Strange, isn't it? Strange. Hollywood. Anyway, what are you doing? <laughs> she had, she's admitted in an interview that she is so flat-chested that they had to add makeup to her cleavage to make her look like a buxom pirate girl. I was thinking yeah. her boobs look great, so wow. I didn't know you could do that with makeup. It was all done by the film studio Art of Bosom Makeup a skill from Hollywood's golden age that fell out of favour when the, with the advent of silicon enhancements. Ooh. She said, They painted my tits on me for the films, mm-hmm. which is extraordinary because it's kind of a dying art form. In the past, they used to have whole sections of the studios devoted to bosom makeup, and I loved it, completely loved it, because it was the first time in my life I had big tits <laughs> and I didn't need surgery. Aww. She said the process of creating the cleavage took 45 <laughs> minutes every morning. Before wow. filming started, a makeup artist would apply a slightly darker shade of base makeup between Miss Knightley's own breasts <laughs> to create a shadow to increase the cleavage effect. I need to watch a tutorial. <laughs> and they also added padding, apparently, as well. Well, yeah. Wow. 
That's interesting. I didn't know that, but fair enough. So Makes good sense. old good old misogyny and objectification. You need you I need mean, bigger boobs. I mean, tits and teeth. You can be a feminist and want big tits. I'm just saying. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but they were like, oh, she has to look nicer. Yeah, she has I to mean, look nice. Let's give her big boobs. So may- maybe it's that then. I don't mm. know, or maybe it's the pirate thing. I, I'm leaning on the pirate thing because I don't know if they did it. For, I don't know if they did it for the other two films that she's in, but yeah, yeah. There we well, go. She looks great, and so does Johnny Depp, and they all look great. It's just such a good film. Just it's a good just film great. all around. I enjoy every second of it. It's just and also one that I love. But I was watching it, finding myself going, I don't really remember this part. Yeah, me so too. So it was like watching it for the first time again. Although something I didn't know about Luke is he knows every single word from the film and he was just quoting every single line as it was happening you know them people who you watch films with yeah. you're probably one of them to be fair where you know what's happening so you say you, all the I'll words tell you what, i tell you what you cannot watch Hot Fuzz with me I won't I never will because I will either be quoting it or spouting trivia at you that's what Luke was doing and also he was like doing all the actions when the sword fights were happening I, I had no idea that he was that into Pirates of the Caribbean tell you what though now you, now you mention it like I don't know if he was there because have we ever revealed this on the podcast? But obviously, you and I are our friends from school. Mm-hmm. But me and Luke were childhood friends. Yeah, like, from primary school. From primary school. Which mm. isn't it funny how life works out that way? It's um, a little bit. But I funny. remember, I remember watching this. So there was another lad that we were friends with who lived down my street. I remember mm. watching Pirates of the Caribbean one with him loads so i don't mm. know if luke was there as well but i remember yeah maybe we, yeah. Were, we were all like big into pirates of the caribbean i mean luke's brother's like obsessed with it too he's got like a whole davy jones pirates of the caribbean inspired tattoo so maybe maybe you're mm. all just obsessed with it and you've just forgot it was just at the right time <laughs> yeah and then i remember when the second one was going to come out we were, i was like oh my god there's going to be a second one and now it's like oh my fucking god ten. <laughs> uh yeah and then i think i've which one have i seen i've seen the fourth one don't think I've seen the fifth one. And then I've seen... Is there a sixth one? Or is the fifth one... I don't know. I've definitely seen They're not seen good all. anyway. They're um, all right. I've watched the one where Orlando Bloom comes back. The first couple were just 10 out of 10. Straight up. Chef's kiss. Beautiful. And I remember when World's End was going to come out. Mm. And like the Odeon website was like dedicated to World's End. And like, oh. they were like, get your tickets for the premiere. And I was like, I want to go. And I couldn't go on the day that it came out. But, Aww. Oh, good times, man. Good, good times. Good Simpler times. times. Yeah. Anyway. Absolutely smashing film. Great soundtrack slash score. All the actors are great. I've got nothing bad to say about Pirates of the Caribbean ever. <laughs> no, no. It's just just sick, isn't it? It's a smash hit. A, oh, well, it was. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, the third one, a little bit. A little bit long, maybe. Mm, mm-hmm. I mean, we're not reviewing those, but um, <laughs> just the Pirates of the Caribbean franchise as a whole. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe they should make more about their rides. But you, we've got that. I mean, make it about a good one. They, did, they yeah. did the Haunted Mansion, didn't they? And that was like a comedy film, mm-hmm. which is weird. And then I mean, the Haunted Mansion film is fucking brilliant. So, And then they've got... Uh, didn't do well at the box office, though. No. Um, and then they've got um, Jungle Boat Cruise coming out with The Rock in it. Oh, is that The Rock and Margot Robbie? Uh, No, it's... Emily Blunt. Emily Blunt. That's yeah. the one. The English I knew Margot it was Robbie. Some hot blonde girl. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sorry, more, more misogynoir in this podcast. Misogynoir. God. We are just objectifying women left, right We're and We're objectifying all the women, but <laughs> also sometimes the men. So if everyone's yeah. objectified... Yeah, it's equal. We're basically living in Beauty and the Beast. 
All he, she's and they's are objectified on this podcast. No one is safe. No one. No one. Not even you, listener. Not even you, oh, look listener. At you, you sexy to little us. beast. Oh, I see you. Mm. Yes. Yeah. Listening to that. Listening to that podcast. Mm, you. Mm. you know you. You know I love it when you do that, listener. Stop. Mm. We're gonna get zero rating. Listen. Listen to that. Those sick, sick sounds of. Mm. <laughs> I'm I'm trapped. I'm trapped in a so bit. Cancelled. I can't get out. You are so cancelled. What? I love it. Don't you? <laughs> Don't you? You love it. You will. Um, anyway, let's give this a rating before I get arrested. Yeah, please. It's, I mean, I would say that it's the biggest Saldana <laughs> of them all. Um, yeah, I'm going to agree with you because I don't think I can recreate that noise. <laughs> but it's definitely that. Oh, my days. It is definitely that for sure. For sure. For sure, for sure. To be sure, So that takes us on then to the official Zoe Saldana ranking. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'll give you the top five. Please do. As a pirate, I've decided. I was going to ask for that, so thank you. Oh, well, it was the obvious one I thought we'd just talked about. I couldn't do it as a drum, could I? So... Oh I'm my piss. god. All right. That was in at number five, by the way. If you want to play that back. <laughs> Arr, oh, in fuck. at number five. <laughs> it be law and order. <laughs> in at number four, avast. It's the six degrees of the seven seas. <laughs> Arr, in at number three. It's snipes. In at number two of us, Jim Lad, it's center stage. <laughs> and in at number one, get over it. <laughs> oh my god. That was quite scary. Holy shit, I feel, yeah. I'm uh, right, where are we sticking? Crossroads. Meet um, me at the crossroads, crossroads. Crossroads, I don't know. It's like definitely top five. It's got to be above law and order. Uh, I would say it's like. Oh, oh! Better than I'd snipes. Go, oh yeah, I'd go below center stage. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Perfect, perfect, me lad, me laddie. Zoho, uh, Zoho, Saldana, life for me. Fucking <laughs> hell! <you know. laughs> uh, we didn't talk about all the references to the ride in Pirates of the Caribbean, but no, I feel like people know what they are. <laughs> yeah. Right, where are we going to stick? What was the other one we watched? Drumline. Um, Drumline is definitely better than. What's what am I talking about? <laughs> the first one we've just mentioned, Crossroads. That's Crossroads. it. Crossroads. I just had a little. Not stroke, better than sorry. Center Stage, though, is it? Center Stage takes it for the ballet. Yeah, Center Stage. The ballet is just too good. And we're not even going to discuss this one, Emma. No, Potsy. But, uh, straight to the top, please. Yeah, Potsy. 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 Right, a so pirate's we... life for me. We'll post that somewhere, uh, probably. Mm-hmm. Uh huh. Uh huh. That's the way. Uh huh. Uh huh. That's I like Anywho. Okay, we've got now time for letters from the honour roll. This one is from someone we've heard from before, Marcus. Marcus Duffy. Oh, hi, Mark. Hi again. Long time listener, second time emailer. Nice. So just <laughs> I'm going to go for the old joke that I did last time. Uh, it's the second email you've ever sent. Or... 
just a quick one to get in on the rating system this season. Okay. I've had a lot of correspondence. Loved the Noe Saldana suggestion. Mm-hmm. To complement this, the good rating could be Let's go Saldana. <laughs> it'll only work if you say it with gusto, though. So yeah. uh, I'm feeling like Mario on that. Let's go Saldana. <laughs> Maybe if she ever does a film based in like an Italian bistro, we could introduce Look. that. Zoe Saldana for Princess Peach. <laughs> yes. Whatever. They're all good. Who need? Who the hell needs this many ratings anyway? I mean, that is that is a good. It's a good question. Good question. We do right. This is all we've got. Another question <laughs> for the pod. Mm-hmm. What? Oh, oh, it's gonna make us be nice. I haven't read what? this email, so I'm. Have you I have not? No idea what it oh, says. get no. ready. I have no idea what it says. What was it about each other that made you want to do a film pod to get together? Tom, oh. why is Emma good? And Emma, why is Tom good? Now compliment each other and have a great day. Bye. Oh, oh God, I hate that. I know. What is this? Couples therapy. I know, man. <laughs> Fucking hell. Fucking marriage counselling. Um, uh, we're both just funny bastards, aren't we? We're just funny, funny people. And think, also, yeah. you know, something about this is you need someone to hold you accountable to actually do do the thing. Yeah. So um, I think we both both needed that. Yeah, and I feel like for me, like, We've both always been into like comedy podcasts and things like that. And like Tom has introduced me to a lot of what are now my favorite podcasts. And also he's just good and surprisingly organized. <laughs> and um, like I never would have thought. Surprisingly organized. I, ne- I just wow. never would have thought before we did this that you'd be that organized. So yeah, kudos I mean, there's to a you. lot of chaos to the organization. <laughs> yeah. Um, and yeah, just I, th- I think you're good. Yeah. Oh, well, we so, we both just make each other laugh. I think you know. Tom just needed someone to do it with, and I just happened to be available. That, that's that's <laughs> not true at all. That isn't the case at all. I'm joking. Um, uh, no, sorry. we both make each other laugh. Um, mm-hmm. And if, and I guess if if nothing else, then um, we we'd we'd both enjoy doing it. Yeah. So like you know. Yeah. That that's all we needed really. We just wanted something to do. And, we did. Um, yeah. And we we. We're just great and both hilarious. And well, and, sexy. Not, and I knew that I knew that you were into film, so mm-hmm. you know you need someone who can actually sustain a conversation about film and be yeah. interested in it and like actually want to get into that. Yeah, exactly. That critical, I think... not that we do critical analysis that often. <laughs> critical analysts. Yeah. Well, you have to ask permission before you do that. Um, <laughs> people get quite annoyed if you just go straight in for it. Um, <laughs> uh, anyway, uh, pivoting out of that joke. Um, uh, yeah, we, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I hope, hope we've been nice enough to each other. We we don't express emotion towards each other very often, so. No, it makes me feel ill. Yeah, because we're, <laughs> we're like, we're men in that, in, in it, you know. We're we men. We don't. I'm we don't, a man, we're men. <laughs> we don't, we don't do, uh, don't do emotion and that, so, um, anyway. Anyway. Moving on to the next email. There's two? Oh, bloody hell, I haven't been yeah. very present this week, have I? This is, this is from Francesca Patton. Hi, Tom and Emma. Saw a clip of your podcast on TikTok talking about our boy Rob and checked (laughs) you guys out since I've been addicted, since I have been addicted to your podcast and love your film commentary. Tom's recreation of the Muffin Man lines from Shrek have scarred me, but I let it slide because his French accent has me cackling. Uh Oh, hey, we. Hello. (laughs) Hello, I say. You you want to uh, listen to the film. Francesca, look what you've done. Look what you've uh, done. I'll now read the rest of your email. Please don't. I can barely understand accent. you. You guys perfectly balance each other out and are so funny. 
How <laughs> do we hear more childhood stories about you guys? <laughs> Who would win in a fight? Sort of Zantan Rob or Lars from Lars and the Real Girl. From Ooh. Francesca. P.S. I love Emma's shit pawns. <laughs> oh, thank you, Francesca. That's so nice. So I don't know if she's saying that your puns are shit or if... She loves my Your puns about puns. shit. Yes, yeah. Well, either way, thanks for the compliment. Um... Yeah, wow. She found us off TikTok. That's good to know because creating those TikToks is slightly traumatic. It takes a very long time. We keep tucking them ticks. Yeah, it takes it longer takes, than you think. Yeah, it takes... I mean, I'm I'm quite slow and stupid, so it takes me about 90 minutes to two hours to make one 60-second no, TikTok. it's true. It's true. It doesn't um, take that long. So thank fuck it paid off. We got one loyal listener. So hello, Francesca. You are the bomb.com. In terms of fucking who would win, Sword of Xanton Rob, faux show. <laughs> Yeah, they're both kind of wet lettuces, though, aren't they? Yeah, but Lars and what is he gonna do? Like get get his robot girlfriend to she's fight for him? <laughs> she's not even a robot. Her. Yeah, she's just a, a mannequin. Yeah, I mean, I guess Sword of Xanton Rob's got a sword, so. Well, that that was my thinking, and may, I mean, I think Lars would die just after seeing his haircut. So. Yeah. True. <laughs> true. Um, have we got any childhood stories that we could? I mean, well, we told I guess stories some... about us when we were younger. But. Yeah, um, I don't know. I feel like, to be honest, they just have to crop up organically. I can't force yeah. it. Um, it comes up when it comes up. Oh, I've got one. Oh Christ! So go on, go on. In year nine, so our third or year eight, our second year of secondary school. Uh huh. Uh huh. No, it would have been year nine actually. Sorry, we yep. moved to a new building. We did. And um, as part of this move, we had to obviously like pack up all the equipment and stuff. And mm-hmm. when we were doing performing arts, our music teacher asked me you and a mutual friend of ours to pack up like oh, some keyboards hell. and stuff oh and I uh, what you're saying now <laughs> we got given these massive rolls of bubble wrap yeah like sort of a meter off the floor roll yeah yeah like massive massive rolls Big and boys. um i i was like it wouldn't it be really funny if <laughs> we wrapped each other ourselves up in this bubble wrap and then ran and jumped to each other because we'd bounce off <laughs> And you and our mutual friend were like, yeah, that's fucking hilarious. <laughs> so I wrapped you both in bubble wrap. Yeah. And um, just you as you were running and bouncing off each other, <laughs> the, our music teacher walked in. Because it was like in a separate practice room down the hall. Yeah. And uh, the way that she, the way that the room was laid out was like, mm-hmm. there was a bit to the left-hand side of the door where she walked in. <laughs> and she, you were directly ahead of the door. So she walked in. Saw you two, started having a go at you, and I just uh-huh. like slipped out behind her and was like, "Bam, bam, motherfuckers!" Yes, yeah, so you and, got uh, away with it, you absolute snake. And you both got ba- you got both got bollocked. Even we though, did. if she'd thought about it for even a split second, there was no <laughs> way that you both could have been wrapped up in bubble wrap and like done it to each other because you, there needed to be a third person to. That was wrap one of the both. worst like telling offs I ever got because I really liked our music teacher and she just told me that she wouldn't have expected it from me and she was really disappointed and it made me feel really bad about myself. <laughs> <laughs> I was just like, oh. <laughs> but it was Tom. She was like, Tom's not even in here. So obviously it wasn't. Uh, oh, yeah, I just you ran away. bastard. Oh, yeah, dear me. well, um, we won't tell you all the childhood stories, but that that you know that's not the first time you dobbed me in. Let's just say that's that's a good one. <laughs> let's just and I feel say. like that's one that won't come up organically. <laughs> Why would we be talking about bubble wrap anyway? Yeah, that's it for the letters for the honor roll. Um, yeah. If you'd like to email us, you can do so at honorrollpod at gmail dot com. Do it now. So yeah, uh, 
takes us on then to the Monroe. Ding. Our favourite game, <laughs> right? I'm going to get straight into it. So, just to quickly explain to any new listeners, we have a segment called Zoe Monroe in which I read three quotes to Tom and he has to guess which person said the quotes. Was it Zoe Saldana or Marilyn Monroe? So, your first quote is, <laughs> When I act, a part of me goes into the character I am playing. Zoe Saldana. Correct. It Boom. was Zoe Saldana. <laughs> <laughs> I take this very seriously, by the he way. He does, yeah. Right. It's one all at the moment. Quote number two. Call me crazy. I love elk meat. Marilyn Monroe. It was Zoe Saldana. Oh, Zoe, you bitch. Bum, bum, bum. Right, Zoe, it's all to play bitch. for. It's all to play for. Was she eating elk? Um, I don't know. She just loves it for some reason. I'm calling you crazy, Zoe. More vegan panic. Um, Right. <laughs> and your last one is I think that when you are famous every weakness is exaggerated ooh, ooh I think that when you are famous every weakness is exaggerated mm-hmm. oh. Was it Zoe or Monroe? It's your final question Marilyn Monroe It was Marilyn Monroe Yes <laughs> 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 Takes home the prize Second week in a row oh, There's no prize 2-1 the prize is success. <laughs> I feel like this game is like, you can almost try and gauge it based on what the answer was before because it's like, oh, is she going to do three zoes in a row? Is she going to mix it up? I did, I did think that, but that my thinking was um, that I went Marilyn Monroe on the last one, so you do a, Mon- a Monroe quote now to yeah. try and catch me out. Well, um, for your information, I put all the quotes and I randomised them, so there's no well, logic I was, to this. Well, I was, was going to say... There's no logic, like, I just randomised it. We should probably it. do that to take out that human element. But, yeah, yeah, so so don't think you can try and trick me based on facts and logic, okay, Tom. Okay, so there, there was a lot of metagame going on there in my head that couldn't even <laughs> have actually happened. Okay, yeah. good. Okay, <laughs> I'd like to know that so, I, was, I was in fact in my own head about yeah. it. Okay. So we are, we're 2-1 to Tom on the Zoe Monroe. Well done. Fantastic. Okay, so I usually leave this right until the end, but I feel like I'll tell you now mm-hmm. because people might duck out before the end. I'll tell you what we're yeah. watching next week. We are watching The Terminal, Haven, and Constellation. And we'll also have a little bit of a talk probably about a film called Temptation. But mm-hmm. that film doesn't actually... Well, it does exist. It's just never been released. So we'll have a little yeah. chat about that as well. Yeah, can't wait. Okay, uh, so that takes us to the end of the show. Mm-hmm. If you've enjoyed, then please give us a rating, a review, a comment. Tell your friend on Apple iTunes. I don't know why you tell your friend on Apple iTunes. The best form of marketing is word of mouth. Tell a it friend, really tell is. your nan, tell your Put dog. Put those words in your mouth. Put them in your friend's mouth. Yeah, like Put an owl in... or a baby so, bird. Just, just spit them into your friend's yeah. mouth. Blah, blah. Chew it up. Chew it up and then <laughs> vomit in. Vomit in. roll. <laughs> 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 If you could see uh, what I've just seen. Oh, yeah, God. if you... So, yeah, do that. Uh, tell yeah. your friends. If you want to contact us, you can do so where, Emma? Um, you can contact us at On A Roll Pod on Twitter, Instagram, TikTok. We do occasionally tick some talks. Um, you can email us, onarollpod at gmail.com. Don't know why I'm doing this, like, dodgy London accent. 
Yeah, yeah. You can email us at on, on a roll pod at gmail.com. On a roll pod, yeah. yeah. Um, or go to our motherfucking website, on a roll pod.com, and all the links are on there, and you can just have a great time. So do that. Check it it's out. It's a very nice website. Go and look at it. Put your eyes on it. It's beautiful. Put your eyes on it. Put your clicks on it. Click on it. Listen to the episodes. I, I wonder what you said then. I was just like, <laughs> put your what on it? Fucking hell, and, Tom. Uh, if you want to support us, because your support is welcome, mm-hmm. we are put, just poor, measly podcasters, um, <laughs> you can do so at uh, patreon.com forward slash on a roll pod or forward slash on a roll. I'm never yeah, sure. On if a you're roll confused, pod. Always the on links a roll pod. are in the show notes. But if you, if you follow us there or support us there, then you'll get, I think there's still a, few cheeky little prezzies for the first couple of people there is yeah and you also get access to our bonus episodes mm-hmm. um bonus every two weeks mm-hmm. on a sunday um of us talking about the cw series kung fu in our Just series kung it. fu the legend continues to continue it's a fun time it's a fun time it's a bit more of a chill time as well you get to just chill relax listen to us talk about some um some kung, some fu, kung fu shit so yeah, um, do it. And as always, thanks for listening. Yeah, thanks for listening and that. We'll see you next week. Well, we'll watch those films, what I told you what we was watching before. <laughs> see um, you on the flip side, motherfuckers. See you on the flip side, mother effers. <laughs> mm. Goodbye. <laughs> Bye. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.